It's okay, it's alright. I don't talk a lot, bitch. If you not my time. Yeah, yeah. Talk is cheap, talk is cheap. This is the first official episode of Talk is Cheap. It's finally here. Been working on it for a while now. Didn't want didn't really want to put out no half-ass shit. So I kinda like took my time a little bit. Probably a little bit too much time, but hey, we here. We about to get this shit going. And I just want y'all to fuck with me, man, like on, on this sports shit, cause cause really we all fuck with sports. Everybody, like some somebody in our family, they, they know some type of sport. If it's baseball, football, basketball, what cricket, whatever, golf, they know about sports. Everybody know Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, so what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna try to do is just kinda, you know. Listen to y'all opinions, what y'all what y'all uh, think about different sports like the NFL. Like right now we got the NFL season going on, so you know that's lit right now. And you know, Texas Texas done started, you know what I'm saying? So us being from the city, that's all we gonna talk about right now. Hopefully we can get to the Super Bowl this year. Would've liked to get that last year, you know what I'm saying? But hey, shit happens. But for the most part, we just gonna cover everything. And you know, whatever's popular, whatever y'all fucking with, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just let me know. Y'all can uh, get at me on Instagram, at my Instagram at Peaceful Murder, at P-E-A-C-E-F-U-L-M-U-R-D-A. I'm going to spell this shit wrong. But, yeah, get at me on there. You know, give me some of y'all opinions, what y'all want to hear and shit like that. And, you know, we can just take it from there. But for the most part, you know, summer is like, like a real busy time in, like, all the sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, for one, you know, that's when the NBA season is ending. Then you got, you know, that's when baseball gets pretty hot. That's like the middle of the season, all-star game, all that. And then before, right before you get ready to go into the playoffs. And then you got the NFL offseason getting ready. People getting new contracts. And then you're getting ready for the season start in August, I think, with the Hall of, uh, the Hall of Fame game. So it's a, it's a hotbed for sports during that time. And also hockey, too. It's kind of it's kind of in the mixing up because they end their season not like, I want to say a week, a week or so before the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, it's a high bed for sport, but you know one of one of the uh, one of the first sports topics I'm gonna I'm get on today is you know my my favorite one of my favorite sports basketball the NBA, and you know I'm just gonna you know it's been a lot of stuff going on with the NBA basically you know so for one you know the biggest free agent this year of course was LeBron James, and you know you had a, a, a couple of teams were trying to get them Philly the Lakers the Rockets some of the big names to you know just to be specific but but. Luckily for the team that I love, the Los Angeles Lakers, you know what I'm saying, we got them. You know, we got the man, you know what I'm saying. So, with that with that being said, though, it's still like, you know, just because LeBron come up, it's not a for sure we're going to win the, win the championship for the most part because, you know, you got the Warriors right down the street, and they just got DeMarcus Cousins, which I, I'm not a fan of. I don't want to hate on that, you know what I'm saying. But I'm just like, you know, it's a competition thing with me. Like that's why that's why I really like you know Kobe Bryant and like and Russell Westbrook. It's all about competing. You know, it's not ain't taking no easy way out. You know what I'm saying? No shit like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to come at you like straight up. Like with, with, with whatever I got on my, with whatever I got on my team. You know what I'm saying? Like from the worst player to the best player, I'm a play. So you know, and then I feel like if you if you have a good team against a team, like I'm using the Kevin Durant situation because you know I'm not a fan of that. But like you know, Kevin Durant, he had you know he had a good team. He basically, if that team would have stayed together after they lost to Golden State, they would have been a championship contender again next year. And I think they could have beat them. They took them to seven games, had had them down three one. Like you had them beat basically. Right. Like once you get to that point, it's it's about it's about you as a player closing that series out. You know what time if you want if you're a winner. 
put it like this. So, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of like, I was, you know, I wasn't a fan of the Warriors at first, but just because I'm a Laker fan. But now I'm just not a fan because it's like, I don't understand. I, you know, I just don't understand the competitive, like, nature of it from, from, like, other players across the league. Even though I know some players won a championship, I understand that you want that, you want that on your resume. Like, because you don't want to be at the end of your career, you don't have one. But some of these players, they're pretty young, and I always feel like you can you can get one, like, before you leave, you know what I'm saying, if you get with the right situation. But you just got you got to win it, like, with what you got, basically. Even though that's very hard in the NBA, but at the same time, I, I still don't think you should take the easy way out. But, yeah, the Warriors are still, like, the best team clearly right now. So it'll be a lot to take them down. But the West is a – this is saying a lot, a lot because the West was really good last year. But the West is a little bit better this year, too. You know what I'm saying? With Carmelo going to the Rockets, which he was uh, going to go to last year, but didn't end up going to the Thunder, which didn't work out really well. I don't think he fit there. And I think we'll see a lot more spacing with the Thunder this year with him with him in in, uh, in Houston. Because with Houston, he can just shoot his free will. I know they're going to give him the green light. Score it every time. He either, he, he, he'll more likely start, they said, coming off, coming off the bench, but he'll more, he'll more likely start. I don't see him coming off the bench. It don't make, it don't make sense. But if he do, it wouldn't look bad with him coming off the bench, still closing games. I, I say it'll give him an edge either way it go. But, yeah, with those two teams, if, if the Warriors have to play both, uh, both of them teams, I don't see them beating both. Maybe one, but not both. Just as like just because how how hard Houston played them last year, I know they'll play them the same the same this year. And then how kind of how the Lakers are constructed with the defense. Look at the point you got Rondo and Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is a, is a is a real good defender, and he's a, and he's a big point guard. So it'll kind of create a matchup problem like for for players like Curry and stuff like that. You know, we him shooting the three point a lot. So and then you got Rondo too, which is you know we've been on. He he's been a good defender since he came in the league with the Celtics. It's his pedigree. And you got Lance Stevenson, McGee, all all known more for defense rather than offense. And you know some of the offense not that bad, but more more of a, a defensive standpoint with them more than the offense. So I look that that'll kind of you know put a little pressure on like Golden State for both of them teams if they have to run through the kind of timeout. So I don't really see them. I don't, I don't see them beating both because it's too it, it, in my eyes too much unless unless Cousins come back like like healthy and he the same Demarcus Cousins then. I don't see nobody beating them just straight like that. I'm just thinking, I'm looking at it like, I don't know if Cousins is going to come back from that Achilles injury like that. Not saying I don't want to. Like, I, I wish him the best. But, you know, that Achilles injury, is a, it's a tough thing to come back from. You've seen players like Kobe Bryant who, who work out like crazy. You know what I'm saying? He came back. He came back all right, but you could tell he had lost a step. So, I'm just basing it off that. And then you got the, you got the Celtics, which they're pretty they're, they're pretty formidable too because they, they got a whole team from, from start to the bench. You know, like after you seen Rozier last in the playoffs, just him coming off the bench, you know you got a team. And then Kyrie Irving, Hayward coming back. Hayward, don't sleep on Hayward. He's a, a, a I don't want to say a great shooter, but borderline, borderline great shooter. And, and and he's a slasher. So all around player, put it like that, basically. So you got him and Tatum. Tatum, Tatum showed you basically like he's a proven player already with one with one year. So this year is gonna be, a, I think, another big jump for him. I say. 18 to 20 points a game. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, excuse me, Jalen Brown is an emerging player too. So they're forming over there too, and and they're coached by Brad Stevenson, so they always have a chance. I want to say Philly, but I'm just not ready to say Philly because I, I still feel like Ben Simmons has to get a jump shot, and people might say that's not really that big because he can score and they got shooters, but I still think at the end of the day he gonna if when he play teams like the Celtics, you seen like you seen late last year, basically the Celtics just ran through him with the four one. Uh, Series win, series win. 
So I think if he had a jump shot, it'll spread the offense out a little better, give Embiid a little bit more space. Just my opinion. But until he get a jump shot, I really don't. I really don't see them basically beating the Celtics right now. And I know he. I know he would. He has to get a jump shot. You know what I'm saying? He can't live with the floater forever. Which which he's doing it very impressively right now. So, but I still, yeah, he needs to get a jump shot in my opinion for them to, for them to be forming them. But I'm gonna go on to the to the NFL right now because this 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 for the the time of year right now. It's, it's big for us, you know. My team, the Texans, you know what I'm saying? They 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 started off to 0-2, 0 start uh, after yesterday. But I'm not really, I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous. I I, I just I, I think I would like better decision makings. Like close, like after coming out of second half, like more adjustments that I can see. Cause yesterday playing the Titans, you know we started down 14-0. I'm thinking like the Titans not this good. And you know I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking to my friend. I'm like, I'm like man, I'm like I was thinking the Titans was one and zero the whole time how they was playing because they were playing so good. And then I'm like that's not Mariota, that's Blaine Gabbert. I'm like Blaine Gabbert from the Jaguars. Like come on, now, there's no way we should be losing. We should be losing them. But. Close to the end of the second quarter, I started seeing us like kind of make a surge, kind of waking up, and we got a touchdown. Made it seven fourteen. So I was like, okay, okay, we we waking up. I think we realizing like the Titans are sorry. You know what I'm saying? They they shouldn't be beating us like this. So we come out in the second half and we on our defense and stuff, and, we, and then we get another touchdown. So, all right, at that point, at that point, we get that touchdown. I feel like we're in the driver's seat. We done, we done took control of the game. We done took all that momentum out the crowd and out there. It's us. All we got to do is just, is just keep is just keep pounding and keep opening up the playbook. But it kind of feel like sometimes we stand still, we kind of like ease up a little bit and then just kind of and kind of get the other team a little hope and then they come back. And then once you get – once the time – with the time going out, it's not it's not much you can do. And we got to the to the end of the game where you, where you had – it was I think it was 17 seconds in the game and Deshaun Washington uh, dropped back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he was looking for somebody downfield. But he, in the process, he wasted the whole time, and we didn't have no timeout. He threw, he threw like a 30-yard pass to Hopkins, but it was on the 20. And we didn't have no timeout, so the clock ran out. So I'm not even going to – I'm not going to put that on nobody. I just think we just need to be more aware of where we are in the situation of the game. And, you know, I'm I'm very excited. For another reason I'm excited, too, is, is with Deshaun Washington, uh confidence. Like his his confidence, it, it never relished like at all. It's, it's kind of it kind of stay. It, it keeps coming, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, I I heard him quote like saying like you know what I'm saying don't hop on the train later. I you know I'm saying guess basically saying we coming like this ain't this ain't us right now. You know what I'm saying we gonna get it together. So I'm I'm confident like long long as I'm confident in my quarterback, I know I know my team will follow suit. The defense didn't look that bad either. Defense looked pretty good honestly. So we kind of kept them in check after that little 14-0 spurt. They only had um, three points. So, yeah, we kind of kept them in check. And the line, you know, people talk about the line not being that good. They actually held themselves together a little bit pretty good, like towards the, the uh, second half. I think some of the adjustments they made were pretty good because they kind of held themselves together. They didn't look that bad. So we had a chance to win. And Blue, Blue looked pretty good being the, sec the second back. I would have liked to see see more of Miller and, and put Miller, like, in the passing game a little bit more. Because with Miami, he was a dual threat running back coming out the coming out the, uh, coming out out the the back, catching passes, and running. So I'm like, I feel like we need to use him like that and not just as a running back. Because he's a good running back, but he would be, I think he would be a, a whole lot better in the, in the pass catching schemes. Kind of open some things up for other receivers. And Fuller's looking really good. Finally, what we've been expecting from him. I just want him to stay healthy and, man, my opinion, not put him in so many, like, 
little eight, nine yard routes. Just mind our pain because he get he get hurt so much. I'd rather him go downfield and catch fly routes and stuff like that. Or, you know, because that's what he do. He's going to burn you all day. And he catching now. So it's like, it's a win-win situation. I just so keep him out there. Keep him away from harm's way, getting tackled and stuff like that. Put him in the end zone where he like to be at. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not scared right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and two, I know we can, I know we can still, in my opinion, still win this division because I think division gonna be up and down. Beside Jack, the Jaguars, they're looking pretty strong, beating the uh, run up, uh, run up Patriots from last year. So they, they look pretty good. And they, and they kind of, I don't want to say dominated them, but they won it like, they won it hand, like hand, like pretty easy. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of shutting down uh, New England receipt, which they don't have too many of. But just got news today that Josh Gordon is going to New England, so that's another that's another receiver. You know what I'm saying? Look, looking to make like a Randy Moss type of uh, type of impact. Wish the best for him. He coming coming out of Ace Town too. But uh, yeah, man, I, that, that that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty cool to see him. And then Edelman when he come off his uh, four game suspension, him and Edelman on, on both sides with Grunt. Then you got the you got the running backs in the back too, James White, uh, Sony Michael. Yeah, I look. I look forward to seeing that. I look how, but I'm not gonna give him a championship right away. I'm not gonna, cause I'm not gonna lie. The Jaguars look pretty, pretty good. I don't know if Fournette when Fournette come back, and they've been playing without Fournette in a two and zero right now. So, the NFL's on fire. Then you got the kid. Uh, I give you a story. So, so yesterday, yesterday on Sunday, right before the um, right before, right before, like 18 minutes before the game started. You know, the game started at 12. It was like 11:42. Is at my partner's house. You know what I'm saying? About to watch the games at his house. And I'm I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, and I haven't come to play now. I'm like, do I, I this is my fantasy league, do I, uh, do I start Aaron Rodgers or do I bench him and start Patrick Mahomes? Because I had picked Patrick Mahomes in my draft because I just felt like he, I feel like he was going to do some great things. Like, you don't just give, you don't just trade a good quarterback like that easily and just, you know, name your, the, the guy, he ain't started, he ain't started no games. Basically, like, basically a rookie. So you don't just trade somebody that easily, and then it, without having a ton of confidence in them. So I was like, and then you know, coming from Texas Tech, a gunslinger, four and five touchdown game of uh, passing passing games out there. So I could see him being good. So I was like, you know, Aaron Rodgers been hurt a couple times in, in different years. So you just want to have a backup quarterback. So I, I picked him up. It was late, late round, probably six, seven round. So he had he had a four touchdown game the week before against the Chargers. So I mean, I was thinking like he could he could have a good game because it's still a defense to me not really that good a little overhyped. It's not the, it's definitely not the same as it used to be. So I was like he could have a good game, and, you know. And I'm like I might start him, but I'm like Aaron Rodgers he could have a good game too. Definitely how he played against Chicago with the three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So anything can happen with that. So but then my partner was like man yeah you probably should start my own. Aaron Rodgers hurt. And when he said hurt, I already knew he was hurt. I would think, it, it just triggered something in my head, like he could get hurt again, or you know he could be playing like like he hurt, which 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 don't get the same stats and points that I need. So I didn't start him. So I started my own, and would you know had 50 points, gave me 50 points in fantasy because he had six touchdowns. So that I'm, I'm gonna say this. I want to say he 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 become a superstar, even though it's, on, it's only his second game. But he done thrown, thrown 10 touchdowns in two games. He kind of like. Kind of like Deshaun Watson was last year with the crazy numbers, and both of them were good players, obviously, as we can see. So I'm I'm looking, and then he in the Andy Reid system too. So that's that's kind of like a wide open playbook down the field. We throwing on 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 the goal line basically. So, 
And he had a, he had like a, he had a bunch of touchdowns where it was like on on the two on the two yard line three yard line. Sometimes you and they got hunt on their team, so a lot of times you'll see them run run the ball and stuff like that. But they didn't do that this time. A lot of throwing, six touchdowns. So he a, he a uh, up and coming player, new player that I like. Keep your eye on. Big steal, big steal in my fantasy, man. And basically help me win, cause then you had AJ Green uh, this prior Thursday, prior Thursday had three touchdowns, and that, I think he gave the per person I was playing thirty points. So I, I really need them points all the way. And one of the craziest things we seen, one of the craziest things we seen today, well not today but yesterday, was Vontae Davis retired at halftime, like crazy, like that just. Like some of the stuff you hear. Like, how much time we got left? Five minutes. Okay, five. Yeah, man. Some of the stuff. Some of the stuff you hear, man. Like, like it just it blow your mind. But like a person quitting at halftime, like an NFL game. Like I know it's tough too. You know, a lot of hitting. You know, you get a hit. Probably you probably start thinking about like that that CTE stuff and all that. Like, but to quit at halftime, I think like you would just at least you would just at least uh. You know, sit out the rest of the game. If, if that's what you want to do, if you want to be done, if you want to be done with playing the game, but just quit at halftime, your teammates. Like, I heard somebody say, man, he, he made his family look bad. And shit, I think he kind of did because now that's like, like Vontae Davis, a, a, a good a good NFL player. You know, it's other stuff he should be he should be recognized for than that, but that's what he's going to be recognized for, like quitting at halftime. Like a, a good cornerback, you know what I'm saying, 10-year career with the Colts, Bills, and uh, Dolphins, so it's just, I just, I, I, I didn't understand that, like, just quitting at halftime, like, I, I was just thinking, like, why would you not just wait, just, you know, take your pads off and just, you know, cheer your team on, and then right after the game, you say, this is it, because I've seen players, I've seen players play, and then after the game, they're like, I can't do it no more, this is it, my body can't take it no more, and they retired, and you respect that. You're like, all right, he, you know, he played the whole game. He finished it out. But to quit at halftime, it's just you. It's like you just disrespecting everybody, and you taking away other opportunities, like from other players that probably tried out for the team and was working hard to to get on the team, try to feed their family, and you just like you just like you know what I'm saying, like. And not to say that you didn't probably probably think you could still play, but just to, at quit at halftime, just like come on, like. Don't 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 do the game like that. Don't do the game like that. But at the same time, you gotta respect how a person wanna do what they wanna do. Cause it's 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 his livelihood. You know what I'm saying? It's not our. It's not my livelihood. It's not your livelihood. It's not anybody's livelihood but his. So you can't really tell them what to do. I just think it's a better way than doing things. But that's that's one of the craziest things. Like I didn't hear. Like oh, before before we close, I want to touch on the Canola and Triple G fight. How much time? Ten minutes? Oh, I, I thought we were going to finish in five, but okay, yeah. But before I close, I'm going to give y'all be, some behind-the-scenes footage too with the little ad-libs and stuff. But before I, before I close, man, I wanted to talk about the Canola and Triple G fight. Big fight this weekend. You know it's a big fight when it's being talked about and it's not a Mayweather fight. So you had Canola and Triple G. This is the second fight. You know, as, as you remember, the first fight, uh, Canola, Canola won, but well, he won. He won majority decision, but it, his win was stripped because he te he tested positive for some kind of steroid or well, performance enhancing drug. Don't quote me on the steroid, but some kind of uh, PED. So basically, I guess it was like a rematch again. And it was you know it was 
like it, it was kind of highly anticipated. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Intensity behind it, and a lot of people talking about it. I, I'm not gonna say at first I was that interested, and then I kind of thought about the, the first fight. So I was like, and I was thinking like, yeah, and Canola actually fought May was a pretty good. So you know, I was thinking like it could be all right fighting. Triple G pretty good, undefeated, hasn't lost yet. So coming into the like coming into the fight, I had Canola win just because of the power he has, and I, not really seeing Triple G fight. But after this fight, I had honestly, in my opinion, I don't know what your opinion was, but in my opinion, I had Triple G winning by like a round or two. At first, you know, the first four rounds, like I had Canola winning, but then it seemed like Triple G started getting his edge back, started popping a little, popping him a little bit with the jab and the uppercut, and then he kind of took control for like for like the next maybe four, five rounds, and then it was kind of back and it was kind of back and forth from there, and then the last, the twelfth round, I would give to Canola just because he it seemed like he fought the whole round. Triple G kind of took a little. He took a little, little off a little bit, like he had won, won the fight already, which I thought he had too, cause he dominated like pretty much the the bottom half of the fight. But like I said, it's, it was a pretty, it was a pretty, pretty close fight. Like it could go either way or or a draw. If anything, I felt like it, sh it, it was a draw. But you know they they ruled it in favor of Canelo, majority decision. One and one judge had, had Canelo win a ten ten round. I didn't, I didn't really understand that, but. I mean, like it was a close fight. It was a close fight. Like nobody, nobody just won, won one round. Like, like you know, what I'm saying majority basically. Like it was, it was a good fight. Each round was, each round was like they were throwing punches. You know what I'm saying? And, and they was connecting. But if you looked at Triple G face, it looked like Canola one though. You know, he had a lot of bruises on his face. Cheek was busted up. Lip busted up. A lot of cuts. But he popped Canola a lot. But I guess you know what I'm saying he wasn't hitting hard enough. And you know. Popular vote would go with Canola, you know what I'm saying? That's what that's what the fans want to see, and the judges in Las Vegas, you know, who popular out there and stuff like that. So I still had Triple G winning. I I, I didn't really like that, but boxing kind of weird because I seen a fight with Pacquiao and um, Horn, Jeff Horn, I think he's from Australia. But they had a, they had a fight about a year ago, and if you watch the fight, it's it's clear to see Pacquiao won the fight. But at the end, they give it to Jeff Horn. Like crazy, like mess, mess me up. But then this one I started hearing like a lot of the judges, like not a lot, but it's it's some judges in boxing that are kind of dirty and and stuff like that. And I ain't surprised, you know, cause that's a dirty game, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I think they they need to kind of patrol. They make all that money. They can they can patrol that a little bit better. Like keep that intact. Like people shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like they should be real. Just judge the fight right. If like whoever win win. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock none of Floyd Mayweather fight, but a lot of his fights was closer than they was than they was on that scorecard. So, so that that judging thing need to be like you know it need to patrol, be patrolled a lot more more closely and fairly. But yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up with that, man. This is the first official episode, like I said, of Talk is Cheap, and we are gonna go through this thing together. Y'all give me y'all input back, holla at me, man. I'm gonna holla at y'all, you know. And I'm just gonna talk about anything that's popular or what y'all wanna hear or what's on my mind, you know, like from a from a day to day basis, a week to week basis, just depend. But like I said, I want to get better every episode, so. Y'all work with me, I'ma work on this, we gon' get it going, man. Like I said, talk is cheap, man. Y'all know what the fuck going on, man. We out.